So, uh, you know, you like, like kind of like my hero, right? Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm looking at your TikTok, man. Like, you got like thirty six thousand followers. You got like a half a million likes. And, and I looked at my TikTok, and I got like sixty seven followers, and I got like a half a Popeye's biscuit in my kitchen, like that's <laughs> Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Y'all know that Trey Song song. Um, okay, that sounds weird. Y'all know that song by Trey Songs. Okay, a little better. It goes like this: I don't want to leave, but I gotta go right now. But I'll be back before you know it. Yes, it's a bittersweet moment here. Season finale of It's About Damn Time, Jared Damn in the building. Y'all know I don't want to leave you, but I got to go. I got to reload for 2022, and I got to put a little time in these 2021 Damn Awards. They're going to be oh so special this year. So I got I to gotta step away from the in front of this microphone and, you know, just work behind the scenes a little bit, but... I'm going to leave you with some great content before I go. But before I introduce my guests, I just want to thank each and every person who has been involved, who has been on, who is who I've spoken with, who has promoted this season of It's About Damn Time. Quite frankly, every season, but this season in particular was special to me. Um, just got a little comfortable in front of the mic, Pauls. I mean, I was comfortable in speaking to you all. Um, I, you know, the way I was able to put the shows together, um, kind of some of the topics that we discuss, um, you know, I, I, I really stepped out of, you know, my comfort zone a little bit and I have all plans, all, all, all plans in 2022 of stepping even more, even further out of my comfort zone, talking to you all about a wide variety of things. I'm writing topics down while I'm in the shower, I'm mostly because, I, I, I think way too much, and I, and I think I, I may have slight ADHD issues because, I mean, earlier I was cooking an omelet, editing the podcast, working, and giving people some advice all, all at the same time. Sounds impressive, but I'd rather just focus on one thing. And You know what? Those are my issues. That might be a blog for me, or, you know, maybe I just need to talk to my therapist. Anyway, I want to introduce my guest this week. This week I'm talking to Alma May. Alma is actually a content creator, and she's actually also a herpes advocate. That's right. You heard me, a herpes advocate. She um, contracted herpes two years ago. Um, she has kind of dealt with that, and, and she's been speaking and advocating for people who have herpes to help them, especially women, um, when, they, when they're feeling low and sinking into a, a, a deep depression to actually, you know, inspire 
and, and educate others uh, as far as uh, herpes prevention. So this interview kind of fell into my lap. Uh, and by following my lap, I mean, I actually was listening to TikTok at two o'clock in the morning and then she fell on my FYP and I was like, yo, I got to have her on. And luckily I twisted her arm enough for her to say yes. So we are going to discuss, you know, the, the life before how she dealt with, with, um, you know, herpes once she first got diagnosed and how she stumbled upon being a content creator and and just the wonderful things that she's doing and going for in life after herpes does exist. So it's a topic that not everyone is talking about, which means it's a topic that I had to talk about because you know what we do here. We're changing the narrative by changing the perspective. And this and this episode is is giving you exactly what I'm trying to do. So without any further ado, sit back, relax, listen to Alma and me. It's about damn time. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I'm Jared Dam, and I am here with a special guest. I feel like, see, see, I'm showing my age if I tell you this, but like, I was like, when I like watch TV, like they had this show called Blossom, and so and so, yeah, it's it's, it's an old show. Don't I don't know what that it. is. I know, I know you don't know what it is. So so they had this show called Blossom. It's like it's like. An, like 90s, early 90s, late 90s, sometime in the 90s, whatever, right? So I had this show, and then and then every time they, you know, they they started doing this thing where like on a very special blossom because that's when they start talking about like real life shit. And so so then so ever since then, every television show will be like on a very special blossom. And I want to kind of say that today, but I don't really want to be on after school especially, but I but I want to kind of I'm getting ahead of myself. Probably I should introduce you first, right? So, 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 why don't you take the opportunity to introduce yourself while I figure out what the hell I'm talking about? Okay, so my name is Alma, and I go by Alma Kadabra on TikTok, and I am a herpes advocate. And my goal is to encourage ladies with uh, herpes that they can still live a happy, healthy life and still feel confident regardless of having herpes. See, and and see. That's why I want to do like the, the very special because this is this is a serious topic. But I I love how you do things as a content creator, and we're gonna get get oh. into that in a little while. But um, I normally do this format where I do a damn if you know kind of like a little icebreaker type thing. But instead of me doing that, I just kind of want to tell you how I found you. Okay. So and and then okay, I guess everybody else who's listening to the podcast can hear how I found you too. Right. <laughs> But I was um so I'm about I'm close to wrapping up my season uh, for 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 the podcast. I'm like great. I'm tired. I got some other stuff I got to work on. Um, I'm just I'm just I go I go to bed after the late night editing. I'm like all right. So I don't really sleep well. So I decided to get on TikTok. That's that's my my thing. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Until the little man sit there and say. Hold up, you've been scrolling for way too long. Right, and you got work in the morning, and it's like, I've been on here for like six hours. What am I doing? <laughs> that's exactly what it was. So before the little man stopped me, um, I, you came across my FYP, and, and, and I just, I saw your, um, your TikTok about your, your sneaky link, and, um, man. and I, I saw that, and I looked, and I was like, Wait a minute. Did I hold on, rewind? Let me read. That, let me read that again. I was like, 
Oh shit! I gotta have her on the show. I don't care what I'm about to do. I gotta have her on the show. <laughs> I'm so excited that you said yes because I was thinking you'd be like, nah. So, what? No. I love yeah. sharing my story and sharing information and shit. You know. Well, I am glad. So, all right. So <laughs> before we get started with sharing the information, before we get started with everything else, I wanna I, I wanna t- tackle it from a, a different standpoint. We, first, we'll we'll talk about life prior to herpes then we'll talk about once you've kind of kind of discovered what's going on and transition there and then we'll just kind of get into an open discussion because i i love that you're here that we can talk about this this is something that people don't talk about a lot hardly at all and you know, i don't want to stand call you a hero and you're brave and all that other stuff but you're a hero and you're brave and all that other stuff I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't see myself as that though. I just see myself as a person, you know, like we all go through shit. So it's like we do. We gotta have a conversation about it at some point, you know. We can't just keep ignoring things. Oh, some some of us, that's that's our conflict resolution. And by some, yes. I mean me, because I will ignore shit. <laughs> no, same, you're not wrong. I do that for some things. Don't don't get me wrong. But for this, I'm like, we have to have conversations about STDs and shit. Like we can't just ignore that. That's true, and, and I think that's what. Yeah, see, that's what makes it like so awesome. Because you see me, I'm wearing this hoodie, therapy for the culture. I talk about my mental health issues all the time. Mm. People are like, "Oh, you so brave." I'm like, "Well, this just regular shit. You got to talk about it." I see your shit. I go, "Oh shit, I can't. I, I don't know if I can see." It's, I guess it's just the person. I guess it depends on the person, but. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing, but let's let's talk about life before herpes. So how how was your life? Because I remember seeing some of your TikToks where you talked about describing your life as as lonely and then you know always feeling like a temporary void. So talk to me about that a little bit. Okay, so I was eighteen and I was a freshman in college, and I had just left my parents' house and. I never really had a lot of freedom at home and I never really had a lot of men being interested in me or anything. So when I finally got some male attention, it felt like crack. And Mm -hmm. I really just, I became really addicted to it. And I started drinking all the time because that was fun. I felt confident, you know, I felt confident under the influence. I felt confident knowing that a bunch of men wanted to have sex with me, but I never really enjoyed it. It always felt like we'd finish and I'd feel more lonely than I did when I walked into the nigga's house. Mm -hmm. So it was, it wasn't a good feeling. And I didn't really have anybody in my life telling me to stop. You know, no one was ever saying like, yo, you should, you know, like stop doing this and stop having sex with a bunch of people and stop drinking all the time. No one ever told me to stop, you know? And I'm not saying that it's their that it's their responsibility, but it would have been nice to have that support system. So I always felt I felt really alone. And the only way I could cope with that is by having sex, because, yeah, they would they're not caring about me after I leave. But in that span of one hour or two hours while I'm at their house, when we drink or when we smoke and then we have sex, you know, I felt like someone actually cared about me. Right. No, I, 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 I think that's a story that we all can kind of relate to. Um, you know, I, I struggle with self-esteem issues, uh, even to this yeah. day and I'm, I'm old as fuck, but 
I struggle. I struggle with it now. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm not old as, old, yeah, I'm old as fuck. But, but, but thank you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. But uh, no, but I struggle so much uh, with self esteem issues, and I know a lot of people that do. And so we all cope in like different ways. I mean, yeah, food, sugar drugs, alcohol, sex, we all f- f- find some kind of vice to do that. So that's a relatable story on, on, on what happened to you. And, and I, I know how it is. When I got to college, like my, my, mama, my mama had me kind of locked down too. Sorry, mom, I know you're listening, but you did. You, you let me do shit. <laughs> oh, it'd be the worst. And then you get there and you're going AWOL. And then the people that already had freedom that are at college are like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Because we're right. out here acting crazy. Right. And it's um now that I look back, it's embarrassing, but you can't undo it. So no, no. And and it's and it's part of it's part of your story too. So it's it's not yeah. embarrassing. It just it made you who you are um as an individual. Right. Now I know you went into into a lot of detail talking about the uh, the the story or how a, a tender date turned in, into you know, a, her- a herpes diagnosis. Um, so I won't, I won't have you sit there and re- repeat that story on, on here because, quite frankly, they can just go to your TikTok and yeah. follow you on TikTok because uh, I'm trying to get you some, trying to get you up to that 50,000, 100,000, you know, followers <laughs> and everything. Great so. for you, man. We want some traction <laughs> on your page. You <laughs> I'm going to do better. I'm, I'm going to show my face. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know what? You, you're going to be my coach. You got me. You, I know you got me. I know you got me. <laughs> but tell me, tell me about how you felt after you, after you found out, like, tell me like, what was the the initial feelings? Because, uh, because I know you had already, you already said you was feeling lonely and feeling this temporary void. Initially, when you first found out, did you get even feel like even more isolated? Did you kind of push people away? Um, yes, to both of those. So I actually went with my mom when I got tested. She's the one who took me. And I remember leaving the clinic. And I got back in her car and I still couldn't believe it. I was like, yo, I have herpes. Because keep in mind, this is going to sound so crazy, but I forgot herpes was even an STD. I know everybody's going to tell me that. I don't really give a fuck. I forgot because I got tested all the time. Even though I was having sex all the time, I got tested all the time. But they didn't offer a herpes test whenever I went. So I really just forgot that herpes was like an actual thing that spreads. But I'm sorry, I'm... uh, digressing no 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 that's that's a good point because because um that's not part of the the normal panel right that's it's that's not. like yeah offer it yeah people could forget because you go there to take uh, do the panel i'm good you just keep you kind of just keep it pushing exactly like they offer you chlamydia gonorrhea and then they ask you do you want hiv and then that's it I, I, the rest of them you they don't they don't bring it up so i never even i was never tested for herpes a day in my life i don't know like it was weird because i was like fuck herpes is an std like that but and the thing is is that in schools they don't even teach you about herpes anyways i took health class all the time and the only stds that really talked about was chlamydia and gonorrhea they didn't bring up herpes at all and it's a shame because like that's the most common one. Like we 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 worry about chlamydia and gonorrhea when the reality is that herpes is the most common STD. More people have it than people that don't have it. And I know everybody gets mad as fuck when when people say that on the internet, but it's the truth. It is the truth. 
it's the truth. Like go, Google is free. Go on Google, go on the CDC. It's it, it's right in front of you. I'm serious. <laughs> you laughing at me, but I'm for no, real. No, I love when you say Google is free. I love when you say Google is free. <laughs> free, bro. Because they about to start charging us for this shit any day now. I feel it in my spirit. Bro, use this shit while it's free. It's right. All, we have fucking many phones in our fucking hands and people don't want to do research on nothing, but we want to scroll through social media. Mm-hmm. Bro, my dad tells me that all the time. We have computers in our hands. Right. All this information and no one wants to do their own research. And I don't mind educating people, but at some point it's like, we got to realize that I'm not the computer. Right. You have like, you can do your own research. I'm not going to keep telling people that this is a common STD. I'm not. No. No, I'm not gonna keep telling people that because yeah, you, you all know you'll, that you'll do that till you get you get blue in the face, and, and then you'll have some new some new people that come up and still ask you just the same fucking question. So exactly. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> For real? I'm tired of answering the same question. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, tell me, okay, so you were you were you were isolated, you know, after the diagnosis, you you felt bad, you couldn't believe it, you were in shock. Yeah. What turned it around for you? What what turned it around for you to be like? All right, you know what? I'm about to embrace this. This is what it is. This is this does not dictate what my, how my life goes. So I had I remember this. So it was I'd left school. I had a really bad semester the year 2019. I pushed away literally all my friends. Like I don't talk to any of them now, and I still feel bad to this day. But I was upset, and I feel like I didn't get any support from them. So I kind of just cut them off. I'm not gonna lie, and. I'm realizing now that that probably was a stupid decision because I understand that this can be an uncomfortable topic. But um, I pushed all my friends away and I came back home from school and I was just, I was just tired of being sad. Like for me, it's like, there's no point in being depressed about this because the reality of it is that it is something that you're going to have to deal with forever. So you're either going to, you're either going to be sad and depressed or you're just going to have to learn to live with the shit. Right. Honestly, like, right. And, and that's what life is. Life is not stopping. Life isn't going to stop for me. I can't just sit around and be sad forever. And I've never been the type of person to to hide things about myself. Mm. At least things that I want people to see. I, if right. I, there's things that I don't want people to see that I, that, I mean, that's, that's always yeah yeah. I knew people needed my help, and I knew no one talks about this and. If they do talk about it, they're incorrect as fuck. And I knew that people needed my help and this could also help me feel more confident. So that's, that's why I decided to uh, come out about it. See, I, I love the fact that, um, and looking at, looking at one of your, your TikToks, you, you, you said that, Hey, I, once I found out it's going to happen, it, once I found out this happened to me, I was like, okay, I know at some point in time, because of the person that I am, I'm going to I'm going to be sharing it because I want to tell my story because I want to help others. Yeah. I just got to get past this this initial part first. That that see that's hero shit. I'm trying to tell you. I don't understand if you, I don't know if you don't understand it, but that's hero shit. Hero shit. People do that. This, this might be the name of the episode. Hero shit. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I appreciate that so much, but I don't see that as me being a hero. I'm just you know being a person. We gotta. Yeah. We need more real. We need more real niggas in this world, girl. I want to be real. Don't nobody want to be real about shit. Mm. All these fucking songs that talk about banging the next bitch and banging this bitch and being hypersexual. Hypersexuality is so 
popularized in our culture, whether it's through songs or hookup culture or dating apps, but then you want to talk about the outcomes of that shit and that STDs are very fucking possible and they're like, ew, that's gross. We don't want to hear about that. But y'all want to hear about these bitches on the fucking internet talking about how they love sucking homeboy's dick last night. I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's annoying. And And it's honestly, and it's honestly sad that we as people could could make fun of somebody for something so natural. Right. Th- shit happens. We don't do that shit for any other disease except for STDs. Right. People yep. can comment about their brain cancer, about their hypertension, about their fucking goddamn uh, arthritis. But I want to speak about herpes, and all of a sudden it's like that's nobody's business. That's so contra- that's so contradictory and that doesn't make any goddamn sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like at the no. end of the day, this is still a disease treated as such. Exactly. But no, just because you got it through sex, it's like, oh ew. You're having raw sex too. Like stop acting like you're so high and mighty. For real. Like, literally. Maybe the main people who fuck everybody too and only get tested for chlamydia and gonorrhea that are like, ew, you're gross. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. And, and, and like, you're probably I'm- walking around with it too. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've never been tested. Never like goodbye. Yeah. Have have a seat, please. I love it. See, I love when you get fired up. This is yeah, it's a real shit. <laughs> I love it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm upset. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I be it, some days I really want to cuss people out, but I but you know you gotta you gotta be strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean you you do, but what? <laughs> How do you deal with that frustration? I mean, because when we go, we're gonna kind of get into it where we sit there and kind of talk about some of the stuff that you see on your TikTok in a little while. But how do you deal with that frustration we, where people have this this mindset that they just can't shake and, and, and you're frustrated? You want to cuss them out, but you still try to be, you know, this advocate and, and, and break the stigma and being the spokesperson. For, for you're a spokesperson for thousands of, to millions of people who, who are going through this. So yeah. how do how do you how do you stop yourself from cussing everybody out on, on like a regular basis? <laughs> Honestly, I just think about how I have a really amazing support system in real life. Now I have a family that does not care. Like my whole family knows I have herpes. My whole immediate family, at least, they know I have herpes. Um, I have friends that know and they don't mind. I have a boyfriend. He doesn't care. I have people that are okay with me talking about it in regular conversations and they don't shame me for it. And there's a million people online that support me, even people that don't have herpes. And it, I really appreciate it because it's about time that people stop being so judgmental. But yeah, I just, people are projecting. People always project their insecurities on other people. And what I've had to realize is that these people that are saying this probably don't have support systems in real life. Right. So right. they have to take it out on me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you said, it is, it is common. Uh, I, I saw, I saw the, the, the stat that you brought up with the, with the CDC. So that's just the estimation uh, for genital herpes. It's like one in six people are, are, you know, they say that that have it, but it's it's no way to to really know those those stats. And, and even with, um, you know, 
you know, oral herpes. There, there, there's no numbers whatsoever. See, you see how I did my homework. I, see, I love that. Thank yeah, you. No, real, I would have had no problem educating you because you're not mean about it. But it's like there's literally no. That should tell people something that there's no real statistics for oral herpes. This shit is so common. Like, cold sores are herpes. There's like eight uh-huh. different types of herpes viruses that don't even show up as sores. Damn. Like, yeah, I did not know that. So my research didn't do all that shit. So thank you for educating me on that. Oh. I had no idea. Wow. So I, I, I guess to to people who 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 want to know, who are interested in knowing, without being dicks about the whole situation. So how I guess I guess break down for me like the. You you said well you said in videos that you can you can actually spread it without actually having an outbreak. Yeah. Even, even even if you're careful, even if you have a condom. Herpes is a complicated illness because um it can spread with even if you use a condom. No matter how careful you are, herpes can spread. The only way that herpes is not spread if you, is if you don't have sex altogether. Mm-hmm. And Um, most of the times, you know, I went to go to the clinic and I got tested for it and they swabbed the outbreak and they were like, Hey, you have, um, you have herpes, but it's okay. Just don't have sex when you're having an outbreak. And what they tell you that this is not true. This is not, this is incorrect information because, um, one, there's something called prodrome symptoms. Mm. And this is your body's way of telling you that you're about to have an outbreak. And you usually will find that it is categorize your symptoms will be um pain in your genital area around the area that you usually get outbreaks and this could happen anytime between uh an hour to like two days before the outbreak shows up and then there's also um viral shedding Mm -hmm. and this is when the virus is this is when you are contagious but you don't show symptoms of the virus it's shedding off of your body asymptomatically and because of this there's no way to control shedding and there's no way to really know when you shed. So you could be shedding the virus and you have sex with somebody and you give it to them. Mm, that's interesting information. I mean, and, and I've seen, I've seen in some of the comments that how you, I, first of all, I love how you um, react to people's comments. Like you don't sit there and just go in and, and just type some shit. A lot of times on, on these comments, you just do a, a video uh, reaction to it, and I know one of the one of the people were, were, were talking about how 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 scary it, it is now with you, you saying that. But um, you can't sit there and sit in the dark forever. You got you can't you can't hide around exactly. it. We, we have to talk about it. Yes, if conversations around STDs scare you, should not be having sex. If you are disgusted by conversations about STDs, you should not be having sex. Period. Like if you don't know anything about STDs, you should not be having sex. True. You shouldn't. Like, because this is why this shit continues to spread. This is why there's still a herpes fucking epidemic. Because Mm. we don't want to have conversations. They they want us to be silent, but then when we want to speak out about it, we're we're nasty. Either way, they're going to think we're fucking dirty. So it's like, we might as well educate people on it, because it's real. And for as long as people are having sex, people are going to get herpes and other STDs, you know? True. True. Um, I do want to ask you this because I because I know you've you've addressed this before, um, a, a few times. But can you give me like the three biggest misconceptions uh, about about herpes that people may have, in okay. your opinion? 
So um, I feel like the top three, one is that we're always walking around with herpes on us. That's not true. Um, I have about four outbreaks a year. So that's, I don't, I'm not walking. They, they call it bumpy coochie or crunch bar coochie, whatever the fuck. Um, I'm not walking around with that. Right. I can't even lie. That's a little funny, but like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not walking around with that all the time. So they need to chill out with that. Um, that's one. The second one is that you had to have been sleeping around to get it. That's right. not true. I personally was, but you, most women that I have talked to got it from a long-term partner. Mm-hmm. You, it only takes one time. People need to understand that it only takes you one time to get an STD period. Like it only takes one time having sex. So people need to get that shit out of their minds. And the last one is it couldn't be me. Y'all be safe though. Shit, oh, I saw that me. one. Couldn't be me. Yeah. Y'all better be safe. It can be you. It can be you. It, it literally can be you. If you are a sexually active individual in this country, you can get an STD period, no matter how fucking careful you are. Mm. So I don't get why people think that. Yes, you can. Because I got one. People are always so surprised. Every person, every herpes advocate I see on TikTok has made a video similar to this. You don't look like you have herpes. What does that fucking look like? Right. I don't know what that looks like. And people are really, that's a misconception. Another misconception. People, for some reason, will think that people with STDs are supposed to be ugly and hobbit looking or whatever. No, they're regular, <laughs> regular people. <laughs> Not Hobbit looking. (laughs) (laughs) For real, they think we're supposed to be like ugly. And it's like, no, we're regular people that slept with the wrong person and got it. Like. Uh, That's real. I mean, I I, I couldn't agree more. Okay, so we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, I am going to sit there and kind of talk to you about your TikToks. You know, you know how you deal with some of the re- reactions from it, and then I'm probably gonna get a little bit in your business too. So when we come back from break, it's about damn time. <laughs> Sounds good. Do you remember waking up on Saturday mornings to mom cleaning the house, Luther Vandross blasting in the background, the smell of lemon and fresh linen? Yeah, we've all been there. The nostalgia of our youth is bottled in one candle. The Lemon Touch Signature Candle, A Beautiful Day. Curated by Simply Be Candle Company, Beautiful Day begins with calming cotton blossom and a touch of lemon. Add a hint of vanilla with citrusy brisk musk to finish off this super fresh scent. You can purchase your candle today at simplybe.candleco.com. Free shipping available for orders of $75 or more. Handmade with love in South Carolina. We all deserve a beautiful day. We'll be back in just a moment with my conversation with Alma. But first, I want to talk to y'all for a little bit and not give you the normal prepared ad that I, I normally have at this time, but truly, truly talk to you because something unexpected happened to me last night. As I was coming home, I ended up getting a flat tire. True story. I ended up getting the flat tire and I had to wait for over an hour for a tow truck to come and get me situated. So don't even get me started on why I don't have a spare. That's a whole different topic. But while I was waiting, it was a little nip in the air. I mean, it is November. It is a little chilly. So 
I wasn't cold though. And one of the reasons why I was not because damn university hoodies are now available and I happen to have on my nice toasty damn university hoodie. Now, I know this, that you have supported the damn you t-shirts and a lot of you have been asking when's the hoodies coming out. Well, it is that time of year. It is hoodie time. So hoodies are now available, um, all sizes, same colors as the t-shirts. And I promise you, as I continue to work, I'm going to have more and more designs come out. Um, try to have like a rotation every three months or so. Don't hold me to it just yet. But that's the general plan. But until then, enjoy these damn university hoodies. Everyone loves a good hoodie. I know that hoodies are the anchor of my fall and winter wardrobe. So I am truly excited to be having these out. So go ahead and buy the new damn university hoodie today. You can shop by going to the link in my bio. If you follow me on social media or you can just click on the show notes for more details. So now back to the show. Welcome back. It's about damn time. Uh, <laughs> what what an interesting break. I'm just I'm silly. I don't know, y'all. I'm, I might need a nap or uh, you know a, a glass of tequila or maybe some pizza. I don't I don't know. But anyway, we are back. <laughs> so I want I want to kind of talk to you about your content first. Let's talk. Let's talk about that. So you decided. Once you decided that you wanted to, you, you had you you wanted to kind of put it out there and, and talk, uh, and, and and you know tell your story and advocate uh, for uh, herpes. What made you choose TikTok? I mean, at all you could have blogged, you could have did a podcast, you could have um, you know Instagram. What made you choose TikTok, and and why do you feel like you've been so successful on TikTok? So um, I decided to use TikTok honestly because before I did that. I had a following on Instagram, but I didn't talk about my herpes. It was just like a modeling page when I thought I wanted to model. So I just decided that I'm going to start on TikTok because it felt like the best place to to do it on. You know, it's video. It's like 10 second videos. Everybody's on there. Everybody's addicted to TikTok. And um, I had seen a creator on there talk about her herpes and she really inspired me to um, go through with talking about it. Her name is uh, Shayna Signalton and she goes as uh, herpes goddess on TikTok. So I yeah. just decided that, all right, I'm going to just do it on here. And and plus TikTok, let me stop. All right. But yeah, I was going to say something. No, <laughs> it's okay. So, also, I didn't want to do it on Twitter because people on Twitter are mean. Oh, hell yeah. I literally, I don't think I could have did it on Twitter. I would have probably cried. And TikTok people are just old people, people with no profile picture and little kids. So I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all ain't going to say nothing that's really going to hurt my feelings. So right. I'm like, all right. But okay. Twitter was an absolute no. Black Twitter, I would have just, Ooh, I would have no. just my account. No, I feel you. No, I fucking feel you. Look, look, that's one of the reasons why I don't I don't have such a strong Twitter <laughs> presence. I don't either. I don't say shit on Twitter. Twitter is, yo, that shit is ruthless. It is it a is. dumpster fire. So no, you're right. You <laughs> no, I think no, I I do I do agree with you. I think I think TikTok was starting out from scratch, TikTok being a, a great platform for you because a lot of people a lot of people 
it's more people that want to watch than, than actually creators. Which, yeah, which is, which exactly. is really weird. And and so and so it gives you it gives you an instant audience. And plus, you can format your content however you want to format it. And that, and that was, and that kind of leads me to my next question because how do you come up with your ideas for content? You, I mean, it's like yeah, you know, I'm I'm sitting here with like notepads and trying to figure stuff out, and maybe I can do that. And I and, and I know and I know it takes a little bit more more effort than, than than how you do it, but you make it you make it seem so effortless. Like, okay, I'm gonna find the sound. I want to talk about this. I'm gonna put this music together. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bam. And I'm just like, damn, how can I do that shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually, but you know what's funny? It's more complicated than you think because some sounds. So TikTok sounds always have like a certain theme to them. Mm-hmm. And if the theme of the sound doesn't match what I want to talk about, I'm like, I'm not going to use that sound. But right. the one that recently blew up about my sneaky link, I don't have mm-hmm. a sneaky link, by the way. That was a complete fucking joke. Right. And I was like, you're a cheating ass bitch. All right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, it was perfect because I was like, oh, this is great. It's going to make people do a double take and it's going to keep talking about STDs, about herpes. And that's perfect. I always try and incorporate humor, uh, something funny with um, content about, uh, about my herpes, because I don't want to make everything sound so cryptic. I don't want just like, these are the fucking, um, the facts and here. No, no one, no one wants to hear that. That's not going to catch people's attention either. I'm right. going to be funny or I'm going to be confident. I made a video of me being cute and I was like, I have herpes and I'm still the shit because I don't let people's words or there's, or the stigma define who the fuck I am. And it catches yeah. people's attention. It so. does. It does. And I, and I saw that video and I, I was saving that question for later, but I might as well get into it right now. So how has your confidence changed since, since, since then? Cause I, I think, I think I stumbled upon your your um you know your 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 interview with with the herpes goddess and yeah. and and one of the, and one of the things that you you know I think you kind of talked about in, in one of the videos is that how how you you're actually more confident since since your since your, you found out about your status. Tell me how that has has taken place. How did that happen? So I wasn't really having a lot of sex after I found out. I didn't have sex honestly. I wasn't having sex at all, really. Mm-hmm. And I, and so because of that, I really had time to just sit down and think about some real shit when it came to my mindset about sex and my, how I viewed myself and, and everything in between. And it's made me feel so much more beautiful because I feel so much more comfortable with myself. I feel beautiful physically and I feel beautiful mentally you know and I didn't feel like that before I had herpes I didn't feel pretty mentally and I really didn't feel that pretty physically either and I never knew that me getting a permanent STD (laughs) would do that I really if you would have told me uh two years ago on July 5th that I would have been flourishing I would have thought you was lying out of your ass <laughs> I thought you was like, all right what, what are you talking for like but it's really true like it's made me such a it's made me so much more of a better person and um yeah I finally realized that I didn't need to exploit my sexuality to be a beautiful person so True, true, and and 
you learned you learned that you learned that early on because um so many people had hadn't just figured that out yet you know who who who's been who are a lot older and and, and that's yeah. that's the thing I've, and I've always I've always said this whether I'm talking to some of my my friends or whether I'm talking to my daughter I'm like you yeah. know the confidence like the confidence is, is what what guys are drawn to and like I I've I've seen women that no disrespect, look like booger bears, but they was pulling people. You know what I'm saying? They was they was doing it. I'm saying that they were though. They, they no, were pulling. You're right though, it's because they had the confidence. About, yes, yeah. it's all about how you present yourself. Yeah. So I, that's that's what I'm gonna do. One one day I'm gonna get me a, a six pack of that confidence stuff. That's that's Ella. That's good. Oh, be confident now. Just, <laughs> you don't need six pack. If that makes you more confident, then do it. But you don't need that to be confident. I got herpes, and I think I'm the shit. Yeah. For some reason, people can't grasp that, but maybe it's not for them to understand. It ain't for them to understand because you're on yeah. a higher level. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you you talked about it before. Does your family, um, you know, all, your, your immediate family, everyone knows that that you that you have herpes and everything. So they 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 were they've been very ex- accepting in, in, in a in a good support system. How was how did that? change at all how did it, how were, were they when they found out that you started to make content where you're you, you're outward with with your your status and, and and talking to people about it did, were they a little leery did they make them a little nervous were they all always fully supportive how, how how was that they were really supportive about it um they found out this year i want to say they found out in august that i started making content and they were very proud of me that I wanted to help other people with herpes because they saw firsthand how depressed that can make you, like how how fucking sad that can really make a person. And so they were really happy that I wanted to um, start helping people. Well, good. Well, good. Okay. All right, now I'm, I'm trying to get in your business a little bit now. All right, so you kind of tip, you kind of tip the hand because you already told me, you already told everybody that you have a boyfriend. So how has this affected your dating? How has it affected your your, your sex life? I mean, now uh, I don't know how long you've been with your boyfriend. Congratulations on your relationship. I don't know. I I I ain't trying to be a sneaky link. I'm just saying. That that I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to be. A, did I use that right? I don't know if I use that right. I'm not trying to be a sneaky link. I just I just want to know how how did it affect you? Because I know. No, seriously though, I know that. I'll... Let me get serious for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know there are a lot of people that might be listening that may have herpes, that may have uh, other STIs, and and that's probably what one of the main things that they're worried about is no one's going to want me, no one's going to want to be with me, no one's no one's going to want to have sex with me. I, once I tell them this, uh, everyone's going to run away from me. So how? Talk to me about how that how you were affected with uh, with that and, and how you move forward past it. So I actually I thought the same thing. It felt like God's way of telling me, "All right, bitch, you need to chill the fuck out." And I was like, "Yo, <laughs> what am I gonna do now? Like, who's gonna want to have sex with me? Who's gonna want me? You know?" And in the reality, it it's made dating so much better. And the reason for that is because. I feel so much more comfortable, you know, like I'm very having herpes and telling someone you have telling a potential partner you have herpes. That's a very vulnerable part of you. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. that's not something that you necessarily want to tell people that you're very open about telling people. And when you tell someone that you really care about and want to be in a relationship with, 
that changes the whole dynamic, you know, and it's made it so much better. Like I had, I met my boyfriend um, in August of last year. We've been together for uh, a little over a year now. And he was so nice about it because I let him get to know me before I told him. Always, I don't recommend people with herpes. And I've done this before. I don't recommend people with herpes telling people straight up, yo, what's up? I have herpes. Don't do that. Because I feel like that is going to push them away because they don't know who you are yet. So you just saying, hey, I have herpes. They're going to think you're a hoe, to put it bluntly. And we know we're not whores, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not out here doing all that, but it's like, that's what they're, that's what they're going to think. So let them get to know you a little bit, talk with them through text, go on a few dates and then tell them. And it, it, it went so smoothly. Like I told him and he barely flinched. It was really weird, but it was really sweet. And Honestly, it's made sex so much better. I have better sex now that I have herpes than when before I had herpes. Really? Yes, because I actually enjoy it now because I'm with someone who I know mm. actually cares about me that makes sense. and doesn't mind it. So I can actually relax. Because the tea before before I had herpes and I was having all that sex, I was never fully relaxed. Right. I always was a little tense. I was always kind of anxious. I was always worrying about, oh my god, did he put on a condom? Or oh my god, what's his test results? I don't have to worry about that, you know. I just, we just see each other and it's like, great. You're a safe person. So that's, that's, no, that's really good because I, and I'm, and I'm glad since you brought that up, like, you know, you talked about the success, you know, in, in, you know, meeting your boyfriend and, and, you know, him getting to know you first and then, you know, revealing your status. And then, yeah, you you barely flinch after that because you, he knows who you are as an individual. But I, I like that you also talked about, um, you know, some how you learn to to navigate through that because you had you had times when you were like, "Yo, look, hey, I'm here. This is me. I got herpes," and and people run run that away because work. they yeah. are not. <laughs> but people <laughs> need to work. hear that though. People need to hear that because that does I, not work. Like I recommend, no, please don't do that, y'all. Like I understand they will respect you for being honest. That I've never had a bad reaction about having herpes because they, a man, I feel like. For the most part, men are very respectful about, okay, at least she was honest. But if you tell somebody right away that you have herpes, the chances of them wanting to pursue you are going to go down, are going to decrease drastically. Mm. It's, always, it's important for them to get to know who you are outside of herpes. You know, tell them about your hobbies. You know, what do you do for a living? What do you like to do in your free time? And then when it comes to that point, tell them how you got it. Don't just tell them, hey, I have herpes. Tell them your story, you know, tell them what happened because at the end of the day, no, none of us asked to get herpes. And, and another thing that I see on my TikTok is how people are like, we're just out here getting STDs now. Do you collect STDs? No one on this earth fucking asked to get that shit. And you you, know, are you uh, a Thanos? I don't understand. What do you mean? (laughs) No, for real. It's like, why would I purposely do that? Like, no, obviously I wasn't thinking no. no. So, and when you want someone, when you want to date someone, that's important for them to know because they need to understand that it's like you're human too and you've made a mistake because they probably made a fair amount of mistakes themselves. So Right, right. Yeah. Okay. And 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 so 
you you get while you're giving all this great advice, it kind of brings me into to my my final segment of the show. I can't believe it's almost been an hour. We've been flowing, right. yeah. So my final segment of the show is Damn University. Like the shirts, link available in my bio. In case y'all want to buy a shirt, um, hoodies coming soon because you know we were yes, talking sir, about this earlier. Like, yeah. Buy one, yeah. All right, see, that's what I'm talking about you know because since you since you. Since you model and everything, that that'll that'll work for me because because you I know you like I, when I wanted to be a model, but I I see the TikToks, I see the Instagram. You still oh you yeah, still I used it. to model. Yeah, yeah, I you still you can, you can model some damn you shirts. Ooh, I'm, I'm yeah, saying. I really will. That's what I'm talking about, girl. See, mm, the vibe is strong. Okay, <laughs> but I. But I know you've been giving us all these great advice, and hopefully I hadn't depleted all the advice from you. But for damn university, it's when we take them to school, try to educate people on on, on something. I pick a question, and um, you being the professor that you are, I'm going to go ahead and, and yield the floor to you on this one. Uh, what advice would you give someone with herpes or an STI um, based upon what you've been through in the last two years to, to help kind of guide them in? And help help them go from that 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 part where you were when you we initially found out and you and you wanted to isolate yourself from now where you're thriving and flourishing. What I would say, think about who you were before you got herpes. Um, whether you were um, sleeping around or whatever, think about that part of you that has some confidence. Think about that part of you where you're like, "Damn, I'm the fucking shit," or. I got great grades. Think about all the good aspects of yourself and think about that version of you before you got herpes. Don't, don't let this, don't let this disease take away your shine. Don't because it really doesn't change anything about you. It has to, it changes the way you date. That mm -hmm. is really about it. That's really about it. Um, and also Look at what the words look at look at that all this STI stigma and how they talk about people with herpes and really think about if those words align with who you are. Cause most of the times they don't. Right. We're told that we're gross. That's not how you really feel about yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. That's great advice. Um look you. you have you have been an absolute delight and a pleasure. Thank you oh, for yeah, joining me this week. But before you before we go. Go ahead and, and and promote yourself. Put the put the stuff out there. Tell everybody where they can find you on, on all the socials and, and whatnot. <laughs> so I go by Alma Cadabra on TikTok. It's literally just it's very phonetic, like abracadabra, except I put Alma in the front. And on Instagram, um, I have to spell it out because it's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> Luna um alma soul and that's my instagram and i talk about herpes on there too i do post my reels i do post some of my tiktoks on there also but yeah i'm feel free to dm me if you have any questions if you ever want to talk you know if you just want to be here for the laughs i'm i'm here for it man you know yeah, and, and she'll and she'll talk to you about astrology too, yo. She yes, she, she a cancer to the to the realist. I, <laughs> I love astrology also. So if you like that, we can definitely have a conversation. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, multifaceted. You you talk about so many different things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for joining Thank me this you. week. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed this. 
Thank you for joining me this week on this About Damn Time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG, and join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.